Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to another afternoon edition of The Chaser Report. I'm Dom Knight, she's Gabby Bolt hey. and Angela Vapier is here for her second visit Woo. to The Chaser Report. Hey Ange. Hi, honoured to be back, thank you. Happy New Year. <laughs> and to you, God, time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it is going too quickly. We'll find out why in just a sec. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Chaser Report. Less news, less often. So, Ange, you've had the shittest Christmas ever. Yeah, well, I spent three weeks, three weeks in total over summer uh, locked in my apartment first like like most of Australia like let's be clear yeah, I'm, I'm not a special case but uh, a week over Christmas we cancelled Christmas at the last minute um, yeah. for everyone that was us all right um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah that was a false alarm we were like a close a close contact not that those really exist anymore but you know back in the days when we had close contact oh we when we cared contact. about being yeah exposed. yeah, yeah. yeah right. which is so quaint um, and then we were fine but we missed Christmas anyway yeah. and then we went up to New Year's and two days into the holiday um, got like such an intense case of COVID despite having just been boosted like two weeks earlier. So theoretically I was like in, you know, as close to invincible as we get mm. um, without actually having had it, but just copped it hard, like had like a two week headache and like got oh. dizzy. And I black, like I blackout sent so many emails. That was like my main COVID symptom. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that in the list. Just lots of emails to people. That's no, true, it's right down the bottom. Everything. Yeah, you have to read to the very bottom of the list, but it's there. Mm, yeah. Um, and yeah, if you go through your, if you've had COVID and you go through um, your outbox, you're sent, you know, and it, it'll it'll show some pretty weird stuff. Like I ordered a lot of graphic design that I didn't need. Graphic design? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, I was like, can you make this for me to, to you know, graphic designers that I know and and then they it came back to me like you know ten days later I was like oh, I don't need this anyway <laughs> COVID it's an awful virus because mm. I remember like ordering random shit that arrives like in a sort of fever dream mm. that's very common yeah but commissioning artwork yeah. that's, uh, that's unusual <laughs> or like getting jobs done I have so many emails that I need to send like that and I haven't so maybe I should get COVID, get COVID. so I can actually get that stuff it's, done yeah, seriously <laughs> I still uh, haven't booked my com for Adelaide. Ooh. Well, you know, I, I reckon you should be heading to some nightclubs and just huffing other people's Nice. And just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty unfortunate you got your ISO in before then actually getting it. Like immediately on rejoining the world, you then got it again. I was hell pissed that I didn't have it the first time. Mm, it's not fair. Can't, can't COVID just be a bit fairer? I know. Yeah. You know, I've said this all along and that's actually been my lasting complaint about this. <laughs> mm, not fair enough. So you've got you're both touring. Um, mm. Gabby's got her show, which we loved late last year, and you've got I've got nine nine problems and here's an exhaustive list of them. <laughs> yes, I do, which I regretted because you know it's actually as soon as I, like that's a funny title for a show. I'm gonna make that show. And then I started making that show. I'm like, ninety nine problems is 
too many to fit into an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's like two a minute at least. Yeah, like 40 seconds per problem. You can barely yeah. get the problem out before yeah. you can move on. Yeah, so some of them are, are happening. Um, I, I try. I did a show in Newcastle on the weekend and it was like it was real squeezed. So I think I'm going to make some of them rhyme and put them in a song. So oh. Gabby, I might need your help with yeah, that one. Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, I'll help you Because I love that you said not only have I got 99 problems, but I'm going to list Every single one to oh, you could just make it three hours long, I suppose. Yeah, except then in the in the show copy that I submitted, which you have to submit whatever like six months ahead of time, I'm like so one woman, fifty minutes, ninety nine problems, which again I thought was quite funny, and it is, but it's also very difficult. And now I think the consumer watchdog would regard that as a kind of contractual <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> obligation. It's so bizarre because like I feel like like not that there's a huge market wanting to know this exact detail, but like when you're applying for festivals, it is so funny that you have to basically send everything that your show has mm. like probably six or seven months before you've even written it most of the time like i when i was applying for festivals i didn't realize just how much info you had to provide the first time around and then they're like oh what is your show about and i at that point had written like four songs knowing i'd have to write about five more and being like i have fucking no clue i yeah. guess the skill of doing festivals so this is like my third third show that i've written yeah. and performed um, and this, the real skill of doing festivals, it has nothing to do with comedy. It's writing sufficiently vague copy that still sounds appealing six months into the future. My theory is this is why Will Anderson does puns on his name. Oh, yeah. Because all you got to do, and, and he's probably used just about everyone that exists now, so that will be a very big falling off a cliff when that happens. But, <laughs> but if you just write Will Arius or Will by Mouth or whatever it's going to be, then everyone knows, oh, it's just going to be a bunch of whatever – and so maybe it should just be a, like a hastily compiled random jumble of thoughts. Like maybe that's just, what yeah, that should all be called. We should all just do puns on our names. Every comedian. All of them. Well, particularly if your name's Bolt. Oh, no, because no, then people will come for the wrong reason. Oh, what, what are they good Gabby puns? Not really. Oh, but and no, you could and? do everything which has angel you could change to. Yeah. And there's so much that rhymes with Love Why Pierre as yeah. well. Mm. <laughs> so. Yeah, I broad don't know. market. I've actually, yeah, I've been, really been doing this wrong for years. I love the idea of just doing like love war, P hyphen, yeah, exclamation point, And there's no context. You just and now she can't nothing. do it because she committed to it another name. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is true because what if you went like really leaned into, I don't know, a topical show? Like let's say I saw this very strange show at the first festival I went to. Uh, which was a John Howard impersonator for like a full hour. Oh, God. This is when we used to review everything that was going. And it was called John How Odd. And so <laughs> this person had. And what if, as happens now, <laughs> Bring it there's, back. There's a, there was a leadership spill in the meantime. And this guy had committed to an hour of now out of date oh, parody of a prime minister shit. who'd just been axed. Like, yeah. The guy, was it um, Anthony Aykroyd who did um, Kevin Rudd? Oh, and yeah. Like I trying him, yeah. to keep that going after he was hacked. Yeah. Just, no one wants to see that impersonation anymore. Impersonations yeah. must be hard. Yeah. You, you, but you have to, like, I think at that point, that's when you have to, like, com commit over the top. Like, maybe even, I don't know, work towards their re election. Start the campaign. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you just do five minutes as Kevin Rudd and then you just, like, you stab yourself with it. And, <laughs> and everyone's just like, thank God, that's like. You just maybe that's who was. That's who was really behind the January 6th insurrection. <laughs> it's just <laughs> Trump impersonators impersonating, uh, you know, QAnon supporters. Um, yeah. But just, you know, in, a, in an attempt to kind of get their main income stream back. Yeah, it's just an absurdist art piece. That they if only, right? <laughs> so we've been doing a daily podcast for nearly a year. Um, but you had to do one for like forever throughout the whole of the Trump years. Like. How are you still alive after all those years of doing The Signal? I don't feel anything anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So there's a cost, but you can do it. Um, I was thinking I was thinking this, this 
this morning when I was like reading the, the news because it's a really hard habit to break yeah. <laughs> um, and I was reading the news uh, and, you know, looking at the texting scandal and you kind of lose your all your instruments for assessing what is uh, a big deal and what's not. Mm. It, uh, they're broken and you sort of have to like look at – look at other people's faces and sort of like measure their emotions about it and kind yeah. of go like, oh, this is a big deal or not a big deal because you just have been exposed to so much. You're just sort of like numb to the whole thing. Yeah. I think that's how I ended up with uh, on definitely on Trump stuff. I'm like, because you can't, like you can't feel, you can't actually react to that, um, you know, in a real way every single time something happens, every time there's a headline um, or you'd lose your mind. That yeah. is so true because we, we as a planet have been going for like five years at every new thing that, he, that comes out, which is terrible, just going, like, our, oh, my God, that's outrageous. How dare he? It's broken. Yeah, it's so, totally broken. Yeah, in the past week when he definitely admitted in public that he absolutely wanted to overturn the election. Oh, yeah. Like, just not not even playing, not even joking about it. Just basically came out and said, yep, I wanted Mike Pence to basically launch a coup. Like, we were still like, yeah, yeah, he did. Of course he did. That's not, we knew that. Yeah, yeah this is the thing. Uh, yeah, we don't. And, you know, it sort of started back before he was even elected when it was like, you know, I could, what was it like? I could shoot someone on oh, Main yes, Street yeah. or whatever. Oh, yes, shoot someone in, in the middle of um, Wall Street, uh, in the middle of, what's that? Yeah, Times Square or something. You know, it, mm. it was the equivalent of that. It's mm. just saying like, and it wouldn't hurt my popularity. It might even help. Or, yeah, you know, Fifth I'm, Avenue, that's I'm right. Fifth mm. Avenue. And I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. but that was that was what he said. Which was a shocking thing to say. Objectively, if anyone else had said it. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, so yeah, you stop, you just stop reacting and it kind of, I mean, this is what they say about like, this is Russian propaganda. This is actually like the propaganda theory, right? Like mm. this is what, because uh, we all kind of look over at Russia and Russians and go like, oh, I can't believe they believe that nonsense that comes out, um, you know, in, in state-sponsored media. Like, oh, they're clearly being lied to. And it's not that they believe it. It's that they don't believe anything. That's how propaganda mm. works. And this is a little bit different. You know, we're not talking about propaganda per se, but it's this idea that you numb, you numb out the audience so much that they no longer know. What's real? Because yeah. I was thinking last week in trying to put the show together, I, think, well, I thought, well, I mean, it's pretty amazing what Trump just said. That is, it's an absolute bombshell. It's deeply shocking. American democracy is is genuinely in massive trouble, right? Yes. Mm. And then I thought, oh, but we've just done so much stuff on Trump. No, no, let's not talk about you that. Do. Let's talk about neighbours. Yeah. Like, know, yeah, that, that, yeah, that headline did. Yeah, it I'd probably edged Trump out of quite a few bulletins yes. today. We which could is talk really about the end of the world's most powerful and influential democracy. <laughs> but a soap just got axed. Yeah. yeah. It's Half interesting. Not even like fully axed, like maybe axed. Mm. Anyway, you can look into that if you want. But the thing I would say about Trump and going like, oh, should we cover it? Should we not? That is like a, a, a media professional's perspective. People still, at least as late as like the end of last year, Thanks, when, I was, when I was making uh, a, a news, a daily news podcast, it was like it, people, it, you just get this weird spike in numbers every time you talked about Trump. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's how he got elected. Well, the strange thing about this <laughs> podcast versus the, the signal um, is that we tend to bump, whenever Charles like injures a child, which happens about once every week. <laughs> yeah, <or so>. for <laughs> some reason that does have a yeah, ratio, like we just, a really strong It's always ratio. very funny, so we just tend to bump. Yeah. So I think that's that's yeah. the problem with other news podcasts is mm. they don't have a, a, pr- a co-presenter who basically is a menace to children. Mm. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report. But no, it must be a weird adjustment having gone from that in, intense every day, what's in the news cycle, let's come up with a, a, a sort of take on this, to now being a touring comedian, just doing one show and that's that's your deliverable. Like you've got an hour to, to do and that's it. It's super weird and I don't – I would be lying if I said I'd adjusted because I'm so used to just not having any time whatsoever and now I've got time. I think I'm screwing up having a, a break, having a holiday. Oh, really? Like, yeah, yeah, because I'm – People are like, how are you? Oh, you must be so relaxed. How are you doing? I'm like, no, like, yeah. no, I'm not at all. And I'm so mad at myself because I've. If you guys know how to relax and um, chill out and have a nice time, no, tell me. Yeah, oh, far out. I haven't had a single week off all summer. Yeah. I'm basically broken. Yeah, no. I'm not even sure I do this job because I like it. I do it because it gives me <laughs> a thing to do. Because yeah, I I totally get how you feel. Like, it's so different having a set hour and then. Like this job, I have to come in and make jokes about things that are happening in real time, whereas my set hour is just my set hour. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's done. You've done like, it. And you've, I went and saw it. It's really good. But it's infinitely – then you go to do it and you're like, I've just fucking forgotten everything I've ever written for this fucking thing. Like I I cannot relax. I cannot just sit there and wait for the next show. Like I, it's so tricky. I'm just, no idea how to I'm do just it. sitting here and I'm realising that not only have I had no holiday at all, mm. but um, we have a baby due in about nine weeks. So – I'm I'm destroyed. Like <laughs> I'm gonna I, I'm gonna die. That's right? like a show as well, though. Yeah, that is a show. I'll, I'll take some notes. You just do the same mm. thing every day for a while, and then you develop it as time goes. So, on. what have you been trying? Like people, people might say, you know, you could do meditation. Uh, massage is not quite an option in COVID, or is it? Like I've started what do you doing do? a lot of um, free work. Uh, that's something that I've been doing. I'm just like, do you just what want me to? Is that uh, oh free work like coming on this podcast, right? Like this kind of thing, or like a lot of stuff for like just local radio. Because I'm like, hey, this is a funny thing I want to talk about. I'm like, I'm missing microphones, and they're like, sure, yeah, yeah. you can go on the radio. That's fine. Um, <laughs> what else have I been doing? Um, I've been trying to read. I decided I was going to like try and get in the ocean more often. That's fine. But then you know you get out and you're like, I don't know. Is this just what life is? A series of moments strung together, <laughs> acts that begin and then finish, and then you think about what you might, what the next one might be. I don't. Anyway, look, it's, I'm having a moment <laughs> now. One thing that I know that you've tried that I've always been curious about. You know, you go, go to a, like a massage provider. They've got like the head massage, shoulders, oh, yeah. back, and all that. <clears throat> and there's something on the list that. That I've never entirely understood how it worked. It's something called cupping. Oh, and and if it was spooning, oh, right? Like yeah. if if you went in there and you just got spooned for a bit, that would be kind of kind of weird, but also lovely. But cupping <laughs> yeah. seems to leave I don't know lumps. You don't What's, know about cupping? No. Okay. okay, so I I had a cupping experience recently, uh, and what happened was I was not making good decisions because I I was a bit I was a bit hungover, yeah. and so uh, we'd gone into Chinatown for a bit of yamcha. And was sort of wandering around and we wandered past this like weird little alley that was like massage this way. And we're like, you know what? Life's short. Let's go for it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this, this is how you got COVID anyway. 
Yep. And so my partner and I, we went down this this dark alley into um, this sort of massage parlor, and we like looked at the price price list, and we were like, we don't we don't think this is like a sex on prem thing. Yeah. We'll we'll you know try our luck, uh, and and then we sort of we were like. Umming and ahhing and we thought it was a terrible idea in the end and we walked away and then we were like one foot out the door and we're like, no, we're not doing anything. Let's just go back in. <laughs> so so against all of our better judgment, <gasps> we we had signed up to do this and then we get in there and the first red flag was like they didn't t- – they were like, okay, do you take off your things now? Oh, and right. And – like there was no like leaving or walking away. It was just like like eyeballing us. We're like oh. un- undress and we're like – but Ooh. you're you're already kind of vulnerable. Like yeah. you're quite, and you're like you want to be uh, you want to be polite. You want to be amenable, just because that's how we're socialized. Yeah. And you know, there's a bit of a language barrier going on. So you just kind of like, okay, I guess maybe this is like this is just how they do it in this massage parlor, whatever. Just by staring at you, yeah. <laughs> by staring at you, um, and so we like very uncomfortably like you know just shuck our clothing and sort of like stand Rocky there like, oh, <laughs> like that would be a terrible date, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like one night stand, and so I was just yeah, going, not a, go on, not go a, on, not a first date. Yeah. Do you not want to take a first date? Oh, time to undress, <laughs> um, and so we did, and then we lay down, and there was no oil or anything. Oh. There was just kind of like, and, and they were rough, and like I don't like I've never had a massage this rough, and like you know my partner's n- next to me and he's like quite a, a big dude and like he and he's just like i'm hearing him like, like wins audible pain squealing like he's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's squealing like at a, a pitch baby. that his voice probably hadn't previously <laughs> gone. now I, I occasionally you do get someone who just is brutal mm. and you just i don't know like they're basically it's kind of beating you up yeah like oh my that's God. it crosses a line into actually yeah. beating you up and yeah. then you know there's, there's there's some part of me that's kind of like well, it hurts, and so there must be some merit to this. In the same way that <laughs> things that are difficult in life, you know, have uh, utility. <laughs> yeah, so th- it's, I'm going to be so relaxed after this <laughs> hour-long it's so, pummeling. It's a withstanding of all that, like of um, adversity. You get, yeah, you get to the, the goal is the ending. Seriously, that is the logic. Like, I, I know it's twisted, but like, and you're there to relax and have a nice time, and you, but also the vulnerability thing. So at this point, you're now like just about naked, and you're lying there, and you're kind of feeling pretty vulnerable, and the lighting's really bright, and they haven't got music on. Oh and no, it's just like, no. <laughs> Silence. And the happy ending is just like, it's just stopped. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm glad that it's stopped. Just, the happy ending is you get to live. Yeah. <laughs> this is a massage parlor from the fucking Matrix. Yeah, fully, like, yeah. It's like if we, yeah. So we, so we're being, we're being pummeled and then like, and then at some point he's like, oh, you're like really, you're really tense. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I wasn't before, but, <laughs> yeah, I am, yeah. but I am now. And he's like, yeah, you're really tense. What about cupping? And I was like, honestly, just, I don't, I'm like, I, I don't know what that is, but like it, I said that to him and he's like, oh, it's like 3000 years old Chinese medicine. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I guess that's the same as being yeah. like approved by the TGA. Let's go for it. <laughs> yeah. um, Plus if it means you'll stop doing this, I'm in. Yeah. That was actually a central part of my logic. I was kind of like, it, it'll be a break. It'll be a break <laughs> from whatever this it'll is. It'll be different. And so we'll do it. Anyway, cut to me, like 19 cups on my back in like, a comparable amount of pain to what I was before. But, like, look, it's, you know, it, we're mixing it up and so that's good. So, hang on. So, when you say cup, are we yeah. talking – we're not talking about, like, a trophy? It's not like a – It's quite literally like a – Are we talking about like a, a glass cup? Okay, I think – so there's a lot of different kinds. And I was face down, it'll not surprise you, no. So they're all on your back. So you're kind of mm. like a porcupine. Um, and, and yeah, and, and they have, like, a little uh, contraption that allows them to sort of uh, tighten. So they – 
pop it on you and then they tighten it and it sort of like pulls the skin up into the cup. So it's oh, like raised. And then when they, when they come off and they leave them there for however long and uh, then it comes off and you've got like these welts on your back, like yeah. intense bruising, like oh. it's just all burst capillaries. And yeah. That th- that's what the swimmers got right at the Olympics. Yeah. Everyone was like, they look like they've been bashed, beaten, yeah. circular, <laughs> like a, co- a giant colander or something. Yeah. So I didn't really know when they sort of said that to me, like you know, and we we we, we did survive. Like spoiler, <laughs> we we walked out of there and survived. But I looked I looked ridiculous. You know, I had like these these nineteen welts, massive oh like purple, like nearly black bruises on my back. So there's like, actual like. Below the surface bleeding that goes on, and that's, yeah. that's, yes. the, yeah, that's yeah, the treatment, yeah. right? That's the treatment. And I, I was like, I don't, I mean, I said yes because I was like 3,000 years old Chinese person. <laughs> I'm like, I feel it sounds like acupuncture. Like maybe this is kind of like in the acupuncture family, <laughs> like, you know, it's kind of <laughs> acupuncture with cups. Yeah, <laughs> it's like stab you with cups. It's like, it's, you know, it, it, it's like, I don't know about chi, like the life force, but there, there are some, you know, good outcomes, but we don't really know what it is. And like some people at Harvard have looked into it, and it's kind of like, it's got this quasi legitimacy. But yeah. uh, I, I I found out too late afterwards that it, it is not any of those things. It is like widely, completely regarded as like abject quackery. I, yeah. I actually looked at the Wikipedia page not so long afterwards and quackery was like in the first paragraph, <laughs> <laughs> which is really embarrassing. But And then more embarrassing is that everyone else seems to have got to this knowledge before me. And so everyone who saw my bruises for the next and it's summer right so like people are saying anyone who saw my bruises for the next like three weeks two three weeks after that they're still like you can see traces of them now and it was like nearly a month ago um anyone who saw them was like oh yeah i used to do that Oh, well, no. so maybe it's something you only try once. So for you 3,000 years, yeah. people have been trying cupping <laughs> once yeah, and going, no, this is bullshit. The whole suction thing was really like-, like You've done it's, it? It's, well, I haven't done it, but like yeah. it was, I've never had a massage in my life um, apart from friends. I've never paid for one, no. <gasps> Because I just I'm I am such a socially awkward person in a room like that. Like it is that vulnerability that if I didn't like it, you can bet your ass I'm not telling them. I'd be like, I guess just beat me up. Like whatever you're gonna do. So yeah, I've never paid for it. Wow. I'd rather get beaten up by my friends and family. Hey, but hey. um, <laughs> suctioning like suction trends were like huge in like 2016 because I remember as well at the same time as cupping becoming like this big thing that everyone did for a while. They also had like the lip thing where it was like they made there was so many contraptions on the market for like plumper lips where, oh. you'd like, where you just kind of injure the lips a bit. You'd basically put a cup, like it yeah. was like a little cup on your mouth and you'd inhale oh and your God. lips would go through. Anyway, that was completely disproven, which is why I imagine cupping was also disproven was because all the capillaries can burst permanently. Like it was <sighs> like people were doing permanent damage oh. to their lips and their mouth. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's tough because we, we want to respect other cultures. We realise that there are mm. other traditions and some of them contain wisdom and then you, you test whether it works. But in general... The older a tradition, like of, of something medical, is the the less accurate, right? Like, mm. <laughs> right, yeah. Like there are there are instances in which like old equals good. It's like if a building has been standing yeah. since like one thousand BC, you're like, well, that's a pretty good building. <laughs> yeah, it's been mm. built you well. Know, <laughs> when, it bec- when it comes to like science and tech and some of the kind of byproducts of reason, um, you know, I feel like we've got it better. We've got it right more recently, you know, yeah. like it's like, you know, we've only had the light bulb since like 1879, but <laughs> like, that's not a bad thing. It's new, but we like it. <laughs> we like the light bulb, you know, like 1000 years BC, you know, I don't, I, I'm not going back. Like we still do have leeches though, mm. by the way. Yeah, apparently not. Yeah, they, they, were, they were onto something with the leeches. <laughs> but if you'd right. gone to the massage parlour and they pr- produced a bunch of leeches, I mean, that at least would have been, you know. 
I'd been like, somewhat oh, yeah, legitimate. This, this checks out. This checks out. Um, yeah, so I found out in the course of like debunking my own experience, you know, the, the, the science of this thing that I'd just done. It's so devastating, by the way, to be like, I mean, everyone was wrong about cupping, but I'm wrong five years late, which I hate. <laughs> I hate that so much. Uh, but yes, in, in the course of kind of looking into uh, this, this science that doesn't exist about cupping, I also found out that they're still using maggots and they're still using leeches in hospital. Oh, There you go. I think I'd rather leeches than getting beaten up by a messer. <laughs> nah, just beat me up. Beat me up before you stick a leech on. So me. maggots. Does cupping <laughs> does cupping make it onto the list of the nine nine problems? You know, it didn't, but it turns out it does now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can shaft something else. Yeah, it's a bigger problem than some of the other things on on that list. Like photosensitivity makes the list. So I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty like, sure cupping's a bigger problem. I can imagine my version of like, oh, my career is a complete disaster. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, but uh, forget that cupping. Um, when <laughs> are you doing the show, Ange? Uh, I'm doing this show next in Adelaide for the Fringe. Um, so that's that's in the from the opening week onwards, so like mid mid Feb. It's so soon. Um, <laughs> and then I'll also be doing Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and we're in the same venue, I think, Gabby. We're Butterfly like, Club. Yeah, we're at Butterfly Club together. Oh yay! Uh, and so yeah, and then I'm doing Sydney Comedy Festival as well. Okay. okay, so a bunch oh. of gigs. Gabby's doing some as well. Yeah. And hoping that all these things actually happen. Let's assume. I think we're d- no more lockdowns. It, I'll tell we're you what, finished. if they don't, I'll go get cupping done. Uh, if, if, if this gig gets cancelled. That's your rock bottom. Yeah, that's my rock bottom. <laughs> and I'll and I'll mark it with a cupping session. I will also go and get cupping we again. Should, <laughs> we should, <laughs> if right, our you know what? We'll say here, if our shows get cancelled, we'll book a, a double cupping. Just to that's, prove that that's not the worst yeah. thing that could happen. To document yeah. and then the next time we feel sad, we can be like, hey, at least it wasn't forcibly induced double cupping session. You could get them to spell out sad with the (laughs) cups, couldn't you, in Welts? Comedy. (laughs) Thanks very much, Ange. Great to have you back. Thanks, Dom. Aggies and Road Microphones are part of the ACAST Creator Network. Catch you tomorrow morning. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.